Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. You just bought a home in the suburbs, but no one told you about all the birds, specifically this one, who seems to be calling out Roy. Roy. But who exactly is Roy? And why doesn't he ever respond? Maybe Roy is just bird speak for save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto. I guess until Roy answers, we'll never know. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Prepare your ears, humans. Happy, Sad, Confused begins now. Today on Happy, Sad, Confused, Barry Keoghan on Banshees, The Joker, Eternals, and more. Hey guys, I'm Josh Horowitz, and welcome to another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. Uh, we got a great young rising star on the podcast today, a first-time guest, such a huge fan of Barry Keoghan, young Irish actor who is just killing it lately, guys. Uh, last year alone appeared in The Banshees of Inishirin, uh, the great film from Marta McDonough, which is getting all the accolades right now. Just got a couple, I think three awards at the Golden Globes. Barry just got a Screen Actors Guild nomination in Supporting Actor. The film got an Ensemble nomination. Every, I think, key performer got actually an individual acting nomination. It is uh, a tremendous movie. If you have not caught it yet, I highly recommend it. All Martin McDonough movies, Three Billboards, uh, Seven Psychopaths, um, In Bruges are well worth your time. And this one, this might, one might be his best, and it could very well take home a bunch of Oscars. Um, and Barry is just exceptional in it. So I think it's on HBO Max right now. It might even still be in theaters. If you've not caught up with it, I highly recommend it. And Barry is delightful as Dominic in the film, a, a role that couldn't be further from his scene-stealing brief appearance, but a memorable one in the Batman as Joker. Yeah, so, I mean, this guy is um, very much highly in demand, as you can tell from the kind of uh, uh, films and, and filmmakers that are gravitating towards him. Uh, he, of course, also starred in Eternals, Killing the Sacred Deer, in Dunkirk, um, and has a lot more on its way. He has just shot uh, a role in Emerald Fennell's latest film, the director of Promising Young Woman. Um, so yeah, this was a great conversation with a, a really smart, funny, um, talented young man who just has a, a, a tremendous future ahead of him. So, uh, and it came at a really cool time. We, we, we recorded this just the day after the Golden Globes, the day he was recognized by the Screen Actors Guild. So he is in the thick of it. He's a new dad. So I'm very appreciative that Barry Keoghan made the time for Happy, Sad, Confused. We're starting the year off right. Um, I want to thank all of you guys who have um, been so kind. We recently announced that we are now part of Cast Media. We have a new podcast platform home. Cast Media is awesome. They host a bunch of fantastic podcasts, including Sarah Silverman's, Ashley Green's, uh, and more. And uh, and now Happy, Sad, Confused. And we are, we are barreling towards our 500th episode this year. We have more live events cooking with 92NY. Uh, and I think this is going to be just our best year yet, and that that's saying a lot because 2022 was a uh, was a tremendous one. So thank you guys for coming along the ride. We announced all this in Deadline of all places. Uh, uh, you know, it doesn't get any bigger a trade than that than to pick up that news. So I'm appreciative to them, and uh, yeah, this is this is all all good stuff. More podcasts, more amazing guests, more live events. 
more, more, more. Uh, you know the regular reminders. You can watch this episode as you can with all episodes of Happy, Sad, Confused on youtube.com slash Josh Horowitz. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. You can also get early access to all the audio, video uh, versions of the podcast, plus early access to our live events, discount codes, merch, all the good stuff. We have these souvenir posters we've just made. Uh, go over to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash happy, sad, confused. We will uh, take care of you there. And that's for the true connoisseur, the true happy, sad, confused devotee. <laughs> um, so yeah, those are all the reminders. No live events to mention yet, but there are a bunch cooking. I will announce them as soon as I possibly can. Uh, but this is an exciting time for Happy, Sad, Confused, for the award season, for Barry Keoghan, and hopefully for you guys. Uh, I know you guys are going to dig this chat. Uh, here is me and the star of The Batman, the star of The Banshees of Inishirin, Barry Keoghan. Uh, I'm so thrilled to have you on the podcast, man. I don't expect you to, to remember. We had, a, we had a we had a brief chat in Toronto back uh, a few years ago for Calm with Horses, but I I was I gushed to you then, and I'm gonna gush some more to you now because uh, <laughs> you're killing it, man. This is uh, oh, thanks, man. You're doing great stuff. I look. I mean, let's just look at this past. Well, actually, before we even get to this past year, we are taping this the morning, the day after um, Golden Globes, which was a big night for Banshees. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the day of, a couple more nominations, ensemble, yep. and an individual one for for Barry. That's history. I heard that's history made. You know, it's well not the first time, but it hasn't happened in a long time that, um, I think it was like all the individuals in in, in the movies nominated and the ensemble. Amazing. I think someone told me that maybe maybe they're just messing. I don't know. <laughs> it feels it feels historic. You're part of an amazing ensemble, and justifiably, everybody's getting recognized. Um. First, talk to me. Look, this isn't your first rodeo. You've done some award shows. I'm sure on the Dunkirk train, you went to some cool things. But um, Globes last night, that's a cool oh, no, room to that be was, in. You know what? It, yeah. I mean, it was my first time ever in a room like that, you know, full of people that I admire as well. And, you know, and just the energy was like to, today, I'm kind of feeling really, I, I know maybe jet lag, but I'm kind of feeling a bit. I don't know, I'm just like, ooh. And then the side nomination this morning that was brought me up. I'm like, it's just a wave of like, and, yeah. um, you know, it's, yeah, it, it's exciting. It's to be here in LA and to, to witness that last night, you know, just the whole, just to, just to be a part of that was just amazing. And um, because I used to watch these shows as a kid and, you know, and, and, and just being part of it last night was, uh, you know, it was just like a, a young boy, a, a fanboy, basically. I've I mean, seen yeah. Spielberg, Tarantino. I've seen, I've seen all of them. Do you? Um, what, so what? What? What do you do? I mean, now you you have enough of a resume where they know you. You can go up to them and have an actual conversation. Do you feel yeah. like? Did you do that last night with anybody? Did it, people I, mostly I did. come up to you? Yeah, I did. Um, um yeah, Steven Spielberg. Yeah, I yeah, because he we I, I auditioned of Air, for right? Ready Player One. Oh, uh, many sure. years ago, and um, I remember that's the first time I met him, and you know, we're screen testing. He had a, a camera in my face, and that was surreal. That was a surreal moment as well. That was actually in New York, and it obviously didn't go my way. But I remember, um, you know, just that experience. And I said to him last, night, I was like, yeah, and he's like, oh yeah, of course, I remember. He's like, but I, I love you, Barry. I think you're great, and you know, just to have that, that, that exchange, and um, 
Because he's one of the greats, man. Um, it was just, yeah, I was just buzzing last night. I was really buzzing. Yeah. And every, everyone was in great spirit as well. And, you know, that makes the night go a lot smoother. So, yeah, I was re- referencing when we started. Um, 2022 is going to go down for you as a special year for a number of reasons, man. I mean, look, I, the breadth of the work alone of these two key performances of Banshees, which we're going to talk about. And I have to talk to you about Batman, too, playing Joker. Yeah. Going from Dominic yeah. to, to Joker. That's like your that's that shows Dominic off. is a Joker. <laughs> <laughs> that shows off what you can do. Plus, you had a kid. I mean, you kind of did it all. I know, <laughs> Jesus. I'm really letting myself go. I've got a buried gnaw going on now. You should have seen me when I got here. Like, you know, I had, like, hair everywhere and proper, like, dad bod going on now. And, you know, <laughs> no, money listen. No, it's great, man. It's that that alone, you know, um, having my boy Brando and, you know, that that's a massive, uh, yeah, that's just a massive um, push for me to, to to do what I do and, and, and to keep making movies and, and you know I want to now make a movie for him you know when he gets a little older that he can watch and yeah there's not much so on the resume I, thus far that feels no he can't watch anything I've really I've done you know um, <laughs> what age but, can you uh, possibly watch Killing of a Sacred Deer I feel like you need to be like 65 <laughs> years old like it's not there's no time um, but uh, you know it's uh, my motives have changed and yeah. I now actually look at you know, signing on to, on, on to projects because of am I going to be away long enough or, you know, and I know sometimes you shouldn't do that, but I'm just really enjoying my time with him. Um, you have to, of course. Uh, yeah, massive, massive. So can I ask just about the name? I mean, Brando, let's go. Brando, I mean, yeah. So what, what, so I mean... Marlon Brando, obviously, but, uh, you know, he, uh, we, I brought him to New York for the, for the Banshees premiere and, uh, we went into the where, what theater was it? It was one of the theaters. I'll 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 get it. I'll get it. I'll get the name of it. But um, on the wall, I'm pushing with the pram, and I'm waiting for the screen to be done. My girlfriend's inside watching it for the first time, and and me, Colin, we're all outside waiting, and I push the pram just into where you know everyone's coming out of the theater, and on the back wall it has Brando in lights, and I'm like looking at him, looking at that, I'm like, <laughs> whoa. I'm like, you'll never be an actor soon, but you know, that's kind of as weird, spooky stuff. Wait, so why do you, um, why do you say that? Why, why do you not want to be an actor? Nah, don't want him taking my roles. So. Oh, right. <laughs> that's how competitive he is. Yeah. The only missing. Um, nah, he'll be what he wants, you know, and I'll, yeah. I'll give him every opportunity I can and, you know, to succeed and, and to learn. That's what the main thing. So was Brando your guy growing up? When did you discover Marlon Brando? Was that like Marlon Brando as a kid? As a kid, you know, because my my granny raised me from the age of 11, 12. and you know there was just always old movies on at home, and you know, uh, I just took, I just, I just loved on the waterfront, yeah, streetcar, and you know, and then I started going to Paul Newman and, and James Dean, and I just, I was just mesmerized by them and. And and the, the mannerisms and, and how different it was as well back then as well, how how they, they talked to one another and, and stuff. Um I was always just kind of curious. But uh yeah, my granny used to say to me, she's like, Why are you watching these movies in black and white? Like, look at the age of it. I was like, <laughs> I, I just love it. Um love it. yeah. But yeah, Marlon Brando, he's yeah, he's he's my favorite. He's worthy of obsession. I rediscovered, not that I ever fell out of love with Newman, but there was that great Ethan Hawke documentary, which I don't know if you've seen. Yeah, yeah. And what was that? The last movie stars. I've seen that. So good, right? 
Yeah. Brilliant. When I was a kid, I felt one of one of like when I started to like watch real film, I remember watching like The Hustler when I was a kid mm -hmm. and just yeah. like Cool Hand Luke, you know, Cool Hand Luke, I've seen, I'm not even messing, probably about 50, 80 times. Yeah. And um, I actually woke up Hanuman's daughter, they, Hanuman had, he opened a, a, a charity in Ireland called Bardstown. And um, right. I just signed on to work with them, with, with, with the young kids and that. But uh, yeah, I was like, you know, he, uh, he's a massive icon for me as well, Paul. Yeah. And talk about a life like where like the charity component and the marriage and mm -hmm. everything. It's just beautiful to look at. But anyway, so I was talking about how 2022 was really a special year. Yeah. And it's funny. I, I was also thinking, as I was looking back, it almost has a mirror symmetry with 2017, which was when Sacred Deer came out and Dunkirk. And, and again, Dunkirk, yeah. kind of it's showed off these two yeah. like oh this guy's got range this guy's not a one-trick yeah. pony well that's what the, honest to honest to god and you know not that i'm trying to show that but i'm trying to do it for myself as well to actually see how far i can push myself and as you get older you learn different things about yourself and you know and and, and, and different roles you play you take from you take from them and you, you know but i do want to you know i do want to see how far i can push myself and um, physically and um and just kind of you know, adventuring and into these these parts and experimenting and yeah, kind of breaking the stigma of just playing the body and you know, being the, a stereotype. Thus so that's far, how you... was, yeah, he, that that's what Dominic. He was kind of like a, I was a nice one for me to kind of see could I bring the audience on board and yeah, get them to feel with them and and because you know the last time they seen me in Colin would have been Sacred Deer. And, some people get distracted by that if they see it paired up again and they're like, oh, it's very similar to, uh, you know, Martin and, and um, I forget Colin's character's name in, in Sacred Hill, but sure. I wanted to see what I could do, you know, and, and, and what I could really push myself and make, make people feel that, so. So, so this is, of course, from the great Martin McDonough, who mm -hmm. is as as amazing as we get as um, a writer, director, and look, every actor that's worked with him, he's one of those. You just talk, they talk about like they. There's a reason he keeps re reusing the same company of actors. They keep coming back. Yeah. Um, I'll keep coming back if he has me. <laughs> you're you're I in said now. It to I think. Him last night, I'm like, Martin, you gotta get me more of your movies, man. <laughs> so what is it i mean can you encapsulate the martin mcdonough experience i mean you've worked with some pretty great filmmakers um what's unique about his process beyond just the words the words are fantastic but also just working day to day with him what's uh what strikes you you know he doesn't show he doesn't show stress he doesn't show i don't know what the great directors really don't and you know they hold their ship and and composures everything but you know he really didn't he um it was almost like a a little checklist he had like and again and he just knew oh, okay that's the next one all right you know he just knew what he wanted and um he knew what i could i could get to even if i felt i couldn't so i was like ah i think i can he was like no no come on we can we had this thing of one in ten you know um kind of play dominic on, on how animated he'd be and oh i see you, you know you want to be human you want to humanize them like you don't want to do it for a comedic factor or anything and so we had this thing of how, how big I go or how little I go. And so we kind of worked on that. Um, so I'd look over after the take. I'm like, that was a four. We do seven. He's like, nope, we'll do two. I'm like, ah. <laughs> Seven's more fun. I want to go big. Yeah. I want to do seven, eight. <laughs> um, but yeah. uh, that was our, 
our little thing. Um, but he was just, you know, I think Martin really enjoyed being home as well. And, right. you know, he felt so, so comfy. And, you know, on the Irish cruise as well, like you don't get any better than the Irish cruise. And just, that was a, just such a warmth feeling and, and, a, and, a, and a very spiritual feeling as well on that island. And, um, you know, we got incredible weather. I mean, it torn kind of within minutes. It'd be raining and then sunny. And, but it was very, uh, it was true. You'd get lost just looking out at the waves. And, you know, I mean, there was something magical about it. Um, and that kind of brought you back center to, to, to what that movie was about. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. Well, you always hear about, I, I always hear actors talking about, you know, like at its best, a film is kind of an adventure, kind of an escape mm -hmm. where you kind of like fall everything outside of your life. Yeah, it's a euphoric, falls away. like a euphoric feeling that it's like a numbness and it's a, you know, it's a, sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not. And, you know, and, and, and apart from like, you know, the, the perks of all this is great. I mean, it's, you know, the lifestyles, it's, it doesn't seem real. You know, and sometimes that's that's very dangerous. That's why I don't, I live in Scotland with, with my uh, with my lady and my baby, and you know, and that's why I live there is to kind of separate, you know, working to the personal because you can't get lost in it. And um, I mean, in the process of a film, you get lost. I do certainly. You get, you know, you really let yourself go and. You're trying to get to the most vulnerable state, or the most, you know, you're trying to find that that truth and that. So you really do go to places, and that in itself is a is a long process that can be over three months, six months, whatever. Um, so to live out here, or to you know, to you could re, it's yeah, I'd find it kind of dangerous. Do you do you feel like you found that balance? Because look, as you said, you're a dad now, and you can't like just escape out of your life. Oh yeah. Off to LA, Brando. See you soon. Yeah, exactly. You soon. <laughs> she, she's got this one. You're good, right? You got it, babe. You got it. You're good. Okay. Um, <laughs> but like at the same time, the actors you admire, I'm sure, are the ones that always talk about like going all in and just like absorbing yeah. it. And, and you want to do lose. I mean, he devotes his whole, you know, life to his craft. And, and you know, I, I think now he's taking his time to, you know, be at home in that. And it makes sense because it is, it's very like, I don't want to sound too, you know, I don't know what, what way to say, but like, it's painful sometimes. No, it's it really real. is. Yeah. It's, uh, it's painful. And, um, you know, and that goes across the board where everyone on, 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 on the movies, like, you know, you put in long, long hours and we mentally draining as well. And, you know, you're pushing yourself to places, you're going back, you're touching on memories, you're, yeah, trying to re revisit the past and bring this false information forward with, with true information, and it's like it can really, it can have a have an effect on you. It's probably mm -hmm. a good thing that, like, if you hooked your ship to to another actor, it might as well be Colin Farrell. This is your third yeah. film with him, and he is just such a good head on his shoulders, and he's been through it, as we know. He's been on the podcast exactly. before. I, I yeah. adore that man, as I'm sure you do. Um. And just has all the perspective and all the stories and has been down all the roads. Um, yeah. How has that relationship evolved since Sacred Deer? What oh, is he man. to you now? You know what? Like I said this before. Like, you know, when, when people get recognized for the work and, you know, and, and all the accolades come in and, and it's great to see. But when it happens to someone that's actually a, a genuine top bloke, I mean, like like Colin. Yeah. You know, there's nothing better. He deserves it all, man, because he's just such, he's time for everyone. He really, he's time for everyone. 
and and he's had a lot of time for me and I'm still learning from him you know as an actor and as a person um, and as a as a father as well um he's just a great great guy um I feel like sometimes I annoy him a bit too much <laughs> and as <laughs> as, as, as a bring him too much <laughs> no no I don't think I think he adores you and as a no. uh as a roommate too, you guys, you guys spent some quality time together making banshees, and it sounds like yeah, it was nice, but it had its ups and downs. It was because, like you know, there's that lovely thing of all right, this is great living together, and after a day or two, you know, the milk is getting left out of the fridge, or you know, the blinds are being left up and or down, and the blankets on the couch, and it's like you know, what I mean, it's like come on, Barry, clean up. <laughs> it's like you get too comfy, but um, nah, it was uh. It really did. It brought us together a lot as well. And, you know, living with Colin and I've seen the amount of work he put in. He was in every single day and I'd have a lot of days off. And, and the island does not a lot of stuff to do either. So, right. um, yeah, we'd watch movies and, you know, but constantly learn from that man, you know, as a human more than anything else. And, but as an actor, he's just had an incredible run. What's okay you know, now can all be told. We've, we've said nice things. What's the most annoying thing about him as a roommate? I feel like he's sold you down the river and said that, like, you, you've stolen his food, etc. <laughs> like, you're a you younger know what? Guy. There is yeah. no, like, honestly, there's not, you know, he'd, uh, he just wasn't there enough. <laughs> That's the only annoying thing. I'll be left there alone sometimes. You're playing your video games, like, wait, where's my friend? Where's my buddy? Okay, there's only so much movies you can watch. and walk around the field so many times and go on Tom hey hey how was it how was it um nah he's uh nah I mean he's just fucking incredible and you know I can't wait to see what he does with the penguin as well and oh yeah whatever else he goes on to do Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs you used to associate crickets with silence. But since you bought a house in the suburbs, you know crickets hate silence. If any other creature realized rubbing its legs together made a piercing high-pitched noise, they might think, maybe I won't do that. Constantly. All night long. Luckily, you can save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto. Now that's something to make noise about. Just not constantly. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Um, you you bring up an important word I wanted to bring up. Uh, feckin' versus fucking. Explain it to me. Oh, what... Feckin's allowed. Feckin' feckin' <laughs> is allowed, you know what I mean? You can't feckin' say fucking, you know. You can't fucking say feckin'. You can fucking say feckin', and you can't feckin' say fucking. <laughs> feckin', it's a great little word, isn't it? It's a feckin' great little word. It is feck's a feckin' good word. Feck's yeah. sake, feck is another one. Not feckin' feck. Feck. You can even For... shorten more feck. Ah, feck. Ah, uh, for yeah. feck's sake! <laughs> is that is that your go to? Is that your go to curse word? Do you hope that feckin'? Yeah, I don't say fuck. Ugh. No, that's that's filthy. Yeah, feck off with you. It's a bit more polite. <laughs> do you hope feckin now takes over, comes to America in a real way? I do. You... Yeah, I think it will. I hope. I hope it feckin does. <laughs> If there's one great influence Banshees has, it's bringing feck into the States. It has, it has. <laughs> no, it's um, oh, Martin's fecking. There we go again. Martin's writing. It's just, yeah, he captured all of that. 
Irish, that essence there. You must take well, a, you must take some pride, and this is it. This is an Irish film with a capital I. Obviously, the cast, mm. the crew, shot there, and I'm sure those intangible qualities. Does it feel like you are embracing the lineage? And have you always felt a real, you know, pride in being Irish? And that... you know what I love is the fact that you know it translates everywhere. If you get me, that this movie, this this story could be, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll exist in a hundred years, and you know, because yeah. it's a. It's, you know, it's a story about a relationship, and it's you know that's the that's the power of Mark Martin. Like the the movie overall is like you know it's a story about a relationship, but it's like about a man like taking off his fingers if you keep talking to me. It's so it's so you know it's to to the point. You know, it's like the field and and stuff like that. It's a bit a man and and you know and the field and and it, it's just it's so simple in a way that so many layers to it, and it's that's that's a movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's a proper movie, um, and sometimes you don't get that these days. It's uh, I'm not, I, I may be biased in that, but you don't, you know, I'd like it's just sometimes movies can be, I don't know. Well, they can just be what they are, which is fine, and you can leave it alone, yeah. and you never think of it again. But as you say, mm. this one, I mean, I've seen this one a few times, and like you can read into it. The, it resonates to everyone. You know, everyone's went Well, it's always it. the, speci the, the specific ones, ironically, mm -hmm. that have the resonance. And and yeah. this one has a very specific place, yet it feels like mm -hmm. a, almost like a fairy tale, something that's bigger and Exactly. And, and then, you know, on the plus side, it's beautifully shot. It's, you know, yeah. the, the backdrop and, you know, everyone on board and, and, and the cast and, and, you know, has it, has it all together. But, you know, the standard writing as well. But just the story is like it engages you so much and i'm just so happy that it's that's translated you know yeah. that no one's like mm, that's set in oil we don't really understand that what are you on about now yeah you know it's it's not it has that irish humor that irish language that that you know all the little essences but again everyone relates to it um i definitely want to talk about your other role last year uh I, yeah I was, yeah yeah i mean my god i'm i was i'm a huge matt reeves fan i'm a huge batman fan so i knew this movie was going to be special pattinson i go way back with and then when i heard the rumors about you harry yeah. come on the joker it's like the hamlet of our times it's it's batman oh. and the joker are the roles that every actor wants as you well know yeah, that's um, a feckin' role right that's a feckin' role <laughs> so let's yeah. have First, I want to talk backstory because you released your Riddler audition. Mm -hmm. Now, was that was that an unsolicited audition? Like, were you up for it in a real way, or were you? Like, no, no, oh, no, I not at all. Yeah, I, I I think I read online on Variety that they were, uh, or I was somewhere. I want to say it was Variety, but I read online that they were making the Batman and potential villains could be the Riddler. I was like, oh, the Riddler! I was like, what? <laughs> love to play him. <laughs> you know, like, oh my god, love the Riddler, but. Uh, um, I remember then saying, you know, you know, there was no auditions, there was no process, but I remember going, you know what, I might make a little tape and send it in, um, and see what happens. And so I, I, I made a little tape, you know, and, and I made it actually in Management Three Sixteen, their old building upstairs. Oh really? And um, got a camera, literally put some music over it. And, I, I pitied uh, the person that was just walking by in that office building. It just happened to walk down the wrong hallway and yeah. see you. <laughs> Where's he going? Fucking blood on his hands. So de definite um, Clockwork Orange vibes, right? That, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm going definitely. For. Yeah, Kubricky kind of thing I was going for because I'm a massive, uh, massive Stanley Kubrick fan. Yeah. Um, 
and I'm playing with like you know Demetri and all of these you know but uh, I just wanted to make a tape and, and, and throw it in so I've I done it and then funny enough I had a general meeting with Dylan Clark and it's producer I went right? yeah. To, yeah 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 and, I, and I, so, so I went over and I met him and you know he said okay okay so yeah you're in Dunkirk and it's a general you know and then at the end I went oh so you're making Batman and he went yeah 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 I was like, oh. So I made this uh, I made this tape um, you know, for the Riddler and and, and Dylan was Dylan's great, Dylan's such a feckin' legend. And he was like, All right, yeah, send it on, send it on. I didn't think out of it. You know, I thought I would have sent it on, you know, you wouldn't look at it. But you know, Dylan's Dylan and he did. Um, but it was four months later that we got a call and they were like, Look, they want to see you for uh, for Batman. I was like, What the Riddler? And they're like, No, 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 they want to see you for the Joker. And I was like, Oh, no, <laughs> no, yeah, come on. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. So then I went back and met with Dylan and and that, and uh, I just couldn't believe it. I really couldn't. Um, but yeah, because there's, there's so much history to that role, and you know, you want to be careful and and that, and you want to you want to do it justice. Um, and there's a lot of fucking every actor has portrayed him has, has been brilliant, so you want to. Bring your own own take to it, well, you know. But it's uh, yeah. I then just got into it, you know, and uh, it was two scenes, and you know, there's I, I just had so much, like you know, going on and questions and um, but yeah, I, I had fun. Well, so what was the, yeah, I mean, I'm sure proportionate to the amount of screen time, I'm sure it's like the most work you ever did for the, for yeah. a small role. Right? Yeah. Like, Cause you yeah. want to, as you say, the lineage, I mean, this is the opportunity yeah. of a lifetime to get a crack at Joker and do your own spin. So what yeah, was, yeah. did you have a key kind of take on it in your brain of like, oh, this is going to be my, this is going to give me a little twist. This is going to make it Barry's. And well, what was the key? Yeah. For you? And Matt was great in that, you know, kind of, you know, just, just. So any question I had, any doubts I had, and I think it was Matt that said, just be, be Barry's the Joker, you know? And, and I remember playing around with the eyes that there was context going to be involved. And I was like, you know, let's let's make the eyes, let's keep them blue. Because, you know, I was, I just wanted to kind of be some sort, or show some sort of human and, and you know, um, and that in his, uh, you know, beneath all of that. Um, but, uh well, it was it was tough. I, I will admit, it was tough in the sense that again, there's so much history with this role. Um, but when I got in there, me and Matt just kind of went through it. We really did, and he was like, "In this way," and he's, like, "Oh yeah, no, we'll, you know, we just had fun with it together, man. We really did." Um, you know, we wanted to make him kind of charmy and, you know, playing around with him, and as the Joker does, uh. Did you did you and yeah, Matt but, and Rob talk about the cool thing is like there's a past like you're referring to like they like Batman and him have a story that they've already yeah. taken part in. Did you talk about what yeah, yeah. that past was? Yeah, we went into all of that, man. We did. Um, but there's only so much talking you can do, and you got to get in and and really like kind of get into it. And um, I remember that whole day, you know, we done that, and, and Rob is sitting in the bat suit, and I'm sitting there with the with the prosthetics, and you know, and it's it's getting hot and. The thing on my mouth was kind of getting sore as well, um. But that's when we found that I think when it started getting like that, you know, that's when it when it when it came to life. Um. But yeah, when Matt Reeves goes, all right, we got it. Do your own now. You're like, whoa, 
really? Yeah. And then you just go for it. And no, because I, I know he's a he's a meticulous, exacting. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's incredible. You know, such a nice guy. Him and Dylan, two of them together, man. They're just yeah. so fucking good. Um, and they were really, really nice to me as well. So did you? So Let's see well, what comes of it. Well, I was gonna say, but I mean. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, if it's one and done, would you be satisfied? Like, do you feel optimistic you're going to get another crack at, at playing that character? Obviously, I'd love another crack. I've got ton of back back work done on him again. But when that opportunity does arise, um, but you know, they they make the call, right? And I got respect for that. So if if Barry made the call, because there's so much cooking, there's going to be a bad. If I made the call, I'll de- I'll definitely. Definitely, definitely, because I've got a few things I'd love to bring forward. And I've actually, I have this like little half moleskin book I've written them already. Um, so yeah, I'd love to uh, <laughs> what's your, show what's your people fa- what that is. What's your favorite Joker story? Are you a killing joke guy? Or are you a uh... yeah killing joke? Yeah, and funny enough, my girlfriend actually got me. She got me a, a lovely. Um, oh, sorry, um, she, uh, she got me a lovely uh, printed out. Um, a laminated copy of it as well, which is on the wall. It's lovely. Amazing. Well, but, Colin, um, yeah, Colin's let's see getting, what happens. Yeah, yeah. Colin's obviously getting a crack at some more Penguin. There's a Batman sequel. There's an Arkham show they're apparently working on there. It seems like there's some places yeah. you could pop in. I hope so. All right. <laughs> All right. So, let, so let, let's talk more generally. Don't say anymore. I, well, I, I got I got you. I got you. If you knew, so you weren't going to tell me. I get it. I get it. But – um. Look, I'm fascinated like your trajectory and we alluded to this a little bit. And then if you dig deeper yeah. into the Barry Keoghan story, I mean, to read about your childhood is like, oh, you know, some some sad, sad occurrences, needless to say. I mean, you know, you had, yeah. you had some tough, tough times. Was it like when you look back, does is that what it seems like? Like, do you think of the tough times or do you think like, oh, I, I just had my own issues like I any mean, other? I mean, as you get older, you get kind of perspective and you, you get um, kind of a. Uh... You know, you understand what what was going on, um, but back then you don't. You know, it's you know you you're in the, you're just a child. You don't know what's happening, and but no, it's yeah, it was tough. But you know, there's people out there who's had it tougher, and I like to have a positive spin on it. Um, did did you did you have to of, kind of learn how to adapt? I mean, obviously, I know you lost your mom when uh, you were quite young, like at twelve. Um, were you moving around a lot and did that inst- – I mean, you could go one way or another, right? You could be like a mess and yeah. not be able to – Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, you can take that and you can, you can, you know, not to say that, you know, it's, and it, there's anything wrong with it, but you can, I didn't do that. I took it and I went, you know what, I'm, I'm going to do my my, 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 um, my mother proud. Um, and it would be kind of funny if, uh, you know, I, I went, you know, and, and I made a career of this Um she always wanted to see that. She wanted to be a model and oh nice. The irony. But um yeah, I, I kinda ran with it in, in, in the sense of, you know, it's made me who I am, it's ammunition, it's you know, she'd be dead proud. Fucking yeah. What did what did acting early on give you, you think? Was it purpose, um, validation, escape, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, that chance to kind of put your pain through it an art form and you don't know what it is you're actually doing really but you're getting some sort of oh this is this is this is nice you know i'm i'm offloading here and and i'm getting paid for it well (laughs) win-win right crazy like that was a young kid in me i'm like i'm getting out of school oh yeah um but uh 
it's yeah it is it's escapism and and then you you start to learn about your craft you dig into it and then it's trying to be careful with you know going back to you know too many places and um, in the past and that when you look back now like you know you were you're you're acting you're 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 working pretty steadily and then as i mm -hmm. allude to there seems to be like from the outside looking in this kind of shift to a whole nother level where you get to work with yorgos lanthimos and you get to work mm -hmm. with with nolan did it feel like in retrospect like you were play, playing with the big boys all of a sudden you've been working with some quality folks so let's not diminish yeah. it but like suddenly you're in with movie stars and not only movie stars mm -hmm. but movie stars that are great actors like nicole kidman and colin yeah. And you're on a boat basically for probably a couple months, I would imagine, with Killian yeah. and Rylance. Like this, these are like mini masterclasses, I would think, for an actor. They are perfect that you said that. You know, uh, that's exactly what they are. Mini masterclasses. It's yeah, you know what? It's trying to now keep that level. Yeah. Um, but no, it's you know, I, I didn't really I am blessed. I'm really, really blessed. I won't say lucky, I don't believe in luck at all, but uh I am blessed in in the sense of who I've got to work with and and who I've got to learn from as well. Um, you know, yeah, I do look back and I'm like, fucking hell, man. There's there's a long list there of incredible people, you know, directors, but uh, actors, actresses. There's a, a a long list um of a lot of people I've, that I've come across that I've learned from and just yeah. But it's also been cool to see, like, again, we're we're talking again about the breadth of the work. And, you know, you famously kind of manifested a few things people have said, you know, whether it's we haven't yeah. referenced the fact you had, for those who don't know, he had Martin McDonough on the wallpaper of his phone, <laughs> apparently. Until I met him, literally, until literally <laughs> two minutes before I met him in Midtown. And we sat down at a burger. I had him on the front of my phone. And... I had to take him off because, you know, even my friend was like, who's that dude on the front of your phone? Is that Sting? I was like, no, it's not Sting. It's Mark McDonough. But uh, when I met with him, I had to take it off. I was like, oh, shit, I should take this off because uh, he may fucking think I'm a weirdo. And then I told him, I was like, Mark, just to let you know, I've had this uh, picture of you on, on, uh, on my phone because I'm, I'm a big believer in the law of attraction and that, so... Well, speaking of the law yeah. of attraction, you like famously tweeted many years ago about uh, to Stan Lee, the late great Stan, Stan Lee, Lee, I believe, yeah. right, about being uh, in a Marvel movie. And of course, you got to be in Eternals. And yeah. I, want, I want to ask a little bit about that because I just had Kumail on the podcast. We reminisced a bit. Oh, I love Kumail. The best. Love um, him, man. He's a legend. You, so you were pretty late to the party, though. As I recall, you were cast, it's seemingly late in the process. Was there anything to yeah. like? Was, I was the they, last one cast. Did they put Actually, you through the ringer? What was up with that? No, I was like, yeah, I think I came in like four, three weeks out, four weeks out. And, you know, everyone was like kind of getting ready. And, and I think they wanted to go older with my part. That was the problem. And then I think Chloe was like, let's let's see what Barry can do with a tape. And, and, and she was right by my side for that as well, which was great. So I sent in a tape. I went out to like the... Not the woods, but I got to a green area fucking somewhere here in LA. I was actually here at the time and just put a bit of green behind me, like the Amazon kind of thing, and done a little tape. Yeah, got it. And I actually couldn't believe it because I'm a massive Marvel fan. And and when I got that part, I was like, all right, that just moved quick. All right, right. back to UK, Pinewood, you know, and just, uh, 
the costume Massive. fittings, you're all in. Suddenly you're in a superhero costume. costume. Fans, yeah. so everything's so quick, like, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Do you think that, do you think, I was talking to Kumail about this and he was pretty honest about it. Like, do you feel like that movie got a bad rap? I mean, like, it, you know, the, the critics, the fans, it made a ton of money, obviously, by any standard, mm. but the standards for Marvel movies are pretty tough. What's the, what's I think your... Chloe brought a whole, whole kind of feel to it, you know, and so Chloe's a very, uh, as you've seen from her past films, you know, raw performances and really, really touching performances. Um, and I, I, I don't think it was, I, I think it was just, you know, I, I think it was new. I think it was just new. It was different. Um, it was a different, it was yeah, new, different yeah, take, it was new the, different vibe. Marvel yep. world. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I don't think it was, it was bad. I think it was just kind of, you know, just a new kind of movie in the Marvel universe. Are you are you optimistic about returning for that one? I mean, again, I, like I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah, always optimistic. I actually yeah. bumped into Victoria last night. Victoria Alonso, she was there, and um, I didn't get to chat to her too much, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm always optimistic. Always. Do you? I wonder what Droog is doing right now. <laughs> so many people to hang out with: Harry Styles, yeah. Kumail. Who 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 knows? <laughs> Anyways, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. You're not gonna get that out of me. All right, okay. I don't know. Him. I don't believe you. You're too good an actor. I know it. Um, oh, here's one that I'm interested in. I don't know if you okay. got because there was talk on the internet, and maybe you even talked about this. Did you get a chance to meet with Denis about Dune? Did you get a chance to No. Never. Because were you interested in Fade? I mean, who wouldn't be interested in working with Denis? Come on. Oh, yeah, definitely. I want to work with Timothy as well. You know, you know, you know Timmy, don't you? Yeah, I'm 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 a massive fan of his as well. Um, I'd love to see if we could find something together. Yeah, I think that'd be sensational. So, you know? so who? Not, so saying, not not like, no, like oh, it'd be sensational because we're in it. I'm just saying <laughs> it'd be sensational to work with him. I'd finally make <laughs> oh, a yeah, Timothy Chalamet movie Timmy. good. Yeah, exactly. I'd finally show the world what he can do. <laughs> <laughs> who? So, what's the wallpaper nah, on your phone legend. now? What's the yeah. what, what? What are you manifesting now? What's the wallpaper now on the phone? Right now, my phone, I have a picture of me, uh, my Aww. baby, and a picture of me. So <laughs> I, I know it's weird, but the reason being is I look at that every day, you know, as to why I do this. He's my, my motivation, but also that young boy there at the bottom screen, me. Yeah. It's my motivation as well. Because I want to remind myself, you know, why I do this. I remember being a young boy, all I wanted was this. You know, sometimes you have to remind yourself of that. Amazing. Where so do you I look at that face of mine? I'm like, ugh. But I'm like, oh, I get it. <laughs> Someone looked feel... at you the other day and they're like, why is your face so stretched out? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a funhouse mirror. Yeah. It's like, a, I don't know, it's like, a, wait, 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 let me see. Oh, come on. This camera is so weird, man. Look, it looks weird anyways. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> how old are you in that? Selfie. How old are you in that? I took a selfie you when I was younger. I took a selfie on that little okay. throwaway camera. But yeah, I just thought I'd have to put myself and my little boy Brando on the front. Does it feel like you're just getting started? This feels like this is Act One. We're still in Act One, maybe of the Barry Yogan story. I think we are definitely, right? definitely. You know what? You know what the difference is. All right, the only difference is opportunities. Everything remains the same. My hunger. My, my discipline towards it, my, my determination, 
my 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 need to to want to to venture into new characters and explore and 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 you know take myself to places, learn as human as and as an actor. That is all the same. Yeah. The only difference is opportunities. For being a part of movies like this, people now look at you and go, "Oh, so you get a chance now to showcase." Or you know, that that is the only difference. I me. mean, the, as you well know, the smartest thing you can do is surround yourself with the best, right? And that's that's yeah. what you're finally not finally, but you're more so than ever getting the opportunity to do. Looking at this last yeah. year, but also looking ahead, you know, you. Well, it's with... exciting because I do. I want to push myself and yeah. new characters. I want to physically change. I want to, you know, look at Joaquin Phoenix and look at Christian Bale, Daniel Daniel Day Lewis. You know, you look at all these fucking incredible actors, and they really immerse themselves. And I, I want to do that. These are the, these are the years to do, do it. it. You, you don't want to keep doing yeah. Bale, Bale has to stop. He, he's going to kill himself if he goes up and down again. But you, you're at the age where you can still do it a few times, right? <laughs> well, I want to, I want to like, you know, and I felt like Banshees, is, I, I got given an opportunity to do that. And, yeah. you know, and so the next part, next one I'm, I'm going to do, I'm, I'm looking for it to kind of, you know, really take, take you somewhere and, and take myself somewhere. And do you feel like... Do you feel like you can manifest that specifically, or is it more of just like, at the, like, do you are you are you asking for meetings with folks, or do you at this point can you kind of hang back and wait for the material to come? To I don't you? think I ever hang back, but I don't think also ever pursue on a, a needy level or anything like that. I think you know the the right collaboration comes at the right time. Yeah, you know, and filmmakers speak to me because I'm I'm genuinely in love with the movies or interested in what they have to to do next or you know and it, is it a challenge for me and what can we make together but it you know I, it's it's a bit of both and you know i'm always going to share the love when i when i see a filmmaker when i see a, whoever I'm, I'm gonna let them know i'm a massive fan if i'm a massive fan yeah you know what i mean and that goes a long way yeah especially if you can dissect why you're a massive fan not just big fan big fan but you can go, I'm a big fan because this movie, what, what it done for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that means a lot when you can articulate it. Let, let, let me go on, uh, let, you, let you go rather on this. Give me one or two examples of just like a filmmaker or something. It doesn't need to be someone you've approached or not, but like, who are yeah, you? You're going to be on the spot. Well, who are you obsessed with? Like who's, who's. Andrea who's... Arnold. I'm uh, obsessed with. Yeah. Fish tank and on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many, there's so many. I could go on. I could honestly go on. Um, well, these are the, the uh, this yeah. is like why I love like someone like Colin too. It's like you guys legit love the craft, love the filmmakers mm -hmm. to talk about movies for like this is not a job. the performances they get from people and you know, and just I love a movie that takes you, you know what I mean? That can take you out because we've so much shit going on. We really do. We've so much shit going on in our heads. And you know, when you can sit and watch a movie or go to cinema and watch a movie and be like, just. Get to a euphoric state, I always say, whether it's even for 10 seconds or second, 10 seconds, a very long time, for like two seconds, you know, just kind of a, a numbness or a, you know, just a total present. Yes. You know, where you're engaging with this movie or I don't know. That's to me is. That's the goal. And I get it. It's like, and that can take different forms, can't it? It can be like a James mm -hmm. Cameron kind of thing where he just, he yeah. do it, right. But it can also be yeah. like, an Aronofsky or a PTA or just anyone that can like exactly. really Tarantino that knows how to just draw you. They always in. feel good things. You know, they always make you feel good. They just make you feel, they make yeah. you feel that's, that's the bottom that's line. The thing. They just make you feel. Yeah.
So you leave the cinema, you ask questions, you, you can't really figure out, you go watch it again, this which you, you know, it's moved you in a way that's, you know, that to me is just powerful. That's yeah. powerful. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I appreciate the time today, man. I mean, I do feel like we're kind of in the end of Act One, and I'm gonna, I'm so excited to to stay with no, you. No, we're man, not in the end of Act One. We're still in Act One. Okay, we're Don't still in Act that. One. We're still in Act One. Yeah. But what I'm act saying one. is, I'm excited to go on the journey with you and to watch uh, you just evolve and push yourself. And uh, I couldn't be more thrilled for you in this this uh, this film and fatherhood and the adventure you're on right now. Um, thanks, for that, bro. thanks for a fucking good time, Barry Keoghan. And it's Barry Keoghan. We got it right. <laughs> And so ends another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. Remember to review, rate, and subscribe to this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm a big podcast person. I'm Daisy Ridley, and I definitely wasn't pleasure to do this by Josh. <laughs>